All right, my friends, welcome back to the Josh Scanlon Podcast. And once again, we have our, our friend and yours, uh, J.O. from MaximizeYourMedicare.com, the author of the Maximize Your Medicare book. Uh, 2018 is edition is available for you to get on Amazon. Uh, J- actually, Jay, before we forget, you do a lot of uh, talks on public radio and whatnot in uh, at various radio stations. Um, and I got the email from your newsletter, which and I'll talk about that here in just a second. But tell us again, like some of the what's the the call letters for some of the radio stations that people can listen to you on? Because I know they can get it, you know, off the internet nowadays. You don't have to be in Ann Arbor, Michigan, to hear you on the radio. So, what was the one you just did last week? The one I just did last week was WSGW.com. Generally speaking, I do try to post your copies of interviews. And the shows can vary. Sometimes it's five minutes because somebody just needs to have an update on a headline and get some, you know, viewpoint on it. Sometimes it's longer in length. And that's, this has happened over the number of years here. So it just so happens that WSGW, you know, has been very good over the years. And you're right. We don't need to be in Michigan but you can listen to me online and that yeah. usually does get announced on the maximize your Medicare newsletter, which comes okay. out every week. So make sure you sign up guys on uh, maximizeyourmedicare.com for the weekly newsletter that Jay has. And, uh, and actually, I don't think I've ever asked you this specifically and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Tell us about the Q and a thing you do for a, uh, I forgot, I forgot the Aetna maybe. Um, tell us a little bit about that too, Jay, because I keep forgetting to bring that up that there is a way people can get your information your newsletter, your book, you know, obviously the radio interviews that you do, but also that Q&A thing that you do for, I forgot the company. Well, that actually doesn't exist anymore. Humana used to have a consumer only site, was not a sales pitch. So where, yes, myself and two other panelists around the country were asked to serve on a committee they had their own internal reasons why, why they discontinued, but it was okay. called MyMedicareAnswers.com. Right. And the, but that was Humana, who is the second largest carrier of Medicare plans. Okay. Gotcha. And they, and they, uh, they discontinued that uh, how long ago? About a year and a half ago, I okay. want to say. No, that's unfortunate. I, I get it. I mean, I get you know, the, the business just too bad. But Jay used to uh, do a Q&A for Humana. I mean, we're not talking, you know, cats insurance from, uh, you know, middle of nowhere. We're talking humanity used to be part of the Q&A session on there. So that was pretty interesting, too. So let's um, that's fantastic. Hopefully those uh, other providers will come back. Hopefully, you know, things like this podcast will get out there in the vernacular, because, I again, as I say, every single episode, Jay, the ignorance on Medicare planning is uh, it runs rampant. Um, obviously, in the financial planning industry, it does. And you as a certified financial planner, as am I. Uh, you can attest to that, as can I personally, uh, frankly. And then on top of that, I can only imagine the consumer, uh, the ignorance that they have. And ignorance doesn't mean stupid, by the way, folks. I just want to, everyone says you're ignorant. Ignorant just means you don't know. It's not a, a derogatory term. I don't understand how that got into the, the the verbiage here that you're saying someone is ignorant means they're stupid. It doesn't. It means literally you don't know. And and I, I find that many, many people don't know about Medicare um, and again, I can attest that myself, which is why we're doing these episodes. So we're going to dive into Arkansas. So the folks in the great state of Arkansas, uh, Jay's going to share some info with you 
about your Medicare planning options. And, uh, and again, if you, uh, you know, if you have questions specifically, uh, please don't reach out to me because I just don't know. I just refer to Jay um, as opposed to me just because I, I don't know. That's why we're doing these podcasts. But don't hesitate if you have questions to contact Jay at Maximize Your Social keep saying maximize your social security, Jay, because there's a, a BU professor, Larry Kotlikoff, out of uh, an economics professor who wrote a book and has maximizeyoursocialsecurity.com. And I keep getting the two inter, intermingled. And, uh, and I interviewed Larry for uh, social security planning on my podcast as well. And so if I if that slips out, Jay, uh, I apologize. But maximizeyourmedicare.com is Jay's uh, URL. So definitely, if you have questions, reach out to him. So, Jay, uh, dive right into Arkansas, if you would, my friend. <laughs> Sorry about that, Doug. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Medicare in Arkansas is not as competitive as it would be in very highly densely states. So we don't have to be in insurance or healthcare. Any commercial matter where there are multiple sellers, when there are fewer sellers, you will have less competition. Less competition and higher overall costs mean that, yes, under, for example, under Medigap, while the prices are competitive, they are competitive at higher premiums. So we, for example, the one of the last couple of episodes we did was with Arizona. Yeah. We, did, we spoke about 12 carriers within $10 a month. Exactly. Under, yeah. In Arkansas, different meaning fewer sellers, let's call it five or six. And these five or six, the first few are going to be fairly competitive within a defined price. But then the level of competition declines. So what you have is fewer sellers and wider variance, wider price ranges even if the person is still 65. So in Arkansas, very important to know what these prices are because your rights and options to enter, especially when you turn become first eligible for parts A and B, and it can be just for part B, if for example, you work until you're 66 or 67, for example, the You'll want to know what the prices are because the prices do vary, especially, and even though the rules to enter can be the same. Okay. Now, for Medicare Advantage, similar type of observation, which is that the number of plans, the number of carriers involved in the Arkansas market is fewer. That does not mean that these are names that people will not know. They will know what right. many of these names will be. Okay, so then the large national carriers certainly exist, for example, in Arkansas. That all said, what you have are two things. Number one, you have fewer plans that have no premium you have higher out-of-pocket maximums. So this is indicative of what happens when the cost of healthcare in a location is higher. Yeah. Plus 
the amount of the, you know the the population is dispersed. You know you don't have huge cities in Arkansas that can that are kind of like the center point, the gravity, right. the center of gravity to create price competition. So and we see that as it's reflected in Medicare Advantage premiums and the terms and conditions. Just it, I mean, for the, that, that is the 5,000 foot view, like I, that's the phrase I like to use when it comes to the state of Arkansas. Just not enough uh, of a, a population center where they can get a good, you know, statistical probabilities is, you know, what we're talking here. They just don't have enough, not just Arkansas, but remember we talked about Alaska and whatnot. There's just enough people where they can get a gauge of their true cost, which means they're going to have to price it accordingly for the risk they're taking on, it just seems to me. Right. And, but the, I guess the, this could be, or, you know, it's commonly held belief that what people ask me when I give seminars in person, speaking at library systems, for example, does this sound like the insurance companies are taking advantage of the situation? And that's, and I know that that might seem attractive as a conclusion. But you have to remember that insurance companies have to spend 80 to 85% of yeah. all premiums yeah. on claims. Yep. So it's really that the cost of healthcare is higher in Arkansas for its own specific location specific reasons. And we're speculating on what those are. Right. But for example, you will know that, uh, or can suspect though, that the incidence of, let's just say, cancer can be higher in a particular location in that country, not coincidentally, Medigap premiums higher. Yeah. Not coincidentally. Yeah, that, no, I get that. Absolutely. I'm just curious, along those lines, too, how about if you got a, an, uh, a population center that is predominantly well, not predominantly so much, but have more smokers, uh, have more obesity, just, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, does that, like, they do all these studies, Jay, that says, like, Utah is the healthiest state in the nation and Louisiana is the worst or something like that. Would that make Louisiana, does that have any effect on premiums in Louisiana versus Utah? You see what I'm saying? It would if you could say that everything else is exactly equal, Josh. Okay. There are so many moving parts here, right? Because yes, if, and I use the cancer example, if there are a particular location where there was suspected pollution, very high pollution, and that led to high incidences of cancer. Yeah, no, I got you, okay, okay. But then compared to another location, well, the issue then is, is the cost of healthcare, the cost of doctor's office visits, hospitalizations, is that also higher there? Yeah, okay. That, so all of those, it's a complicated suit. That's what I'll just say when they come up with, you know, the premiums and then the fact that, but what is not controversial is the fact that the insurance carriers do have to spend this 80 to 85 percent on claims for the insured pool. Now, I think that's actually important to reiterate. Uh, at the end of the day, and again, this is what I did not know before I came across Jay, 
The insurance company cannot just jack up your, and I'm not here as defender of the insurance company, you know, heaven forbid, um, I've had my own issues too. But at the end of the day, in this instance, they can't just say, Josh, we don't like you. So we're going to jack up your premiums to $10,000 a year. And, uh, and even though you're only going to net out a thousand dollars in your cost, so we're going to you know go and keep that $9,000 and start lighting cigars with hundred dollar bills. It can't work like that because Jay was saying, explicitly was it 80 to 85 percent of their premiums must go to pay claims that is correct and the other additional frosting on top of this cake here josh is that this is a federal mandate this is not your state and local government who is lightly determining this so carriers it, it does not it's not a good idea for insurance companies to be systematically you know, miscalculating, systematically misleading consumers because the penalties, the commercial motivation is so strong to be involved in this generation, the largest in the United States history, that the penalties can knock them out of the box, if you will, or put them into a penalty box, one that they don't want to go, they don't want to enter. So they have this huge incentive to stay compliant. Um, and, and again, another reason I think that's beneficial too, and obviously it's not specific to Arkansas, but at the end of the day, the insurance company can't pay some local politician off to to let them jack up the premiums. And next thing you know, the local politician is a lobbyist for that insurance company. It can't happen because it is federally mandated with some serious teeth behind it that the money. And oh, Jay, on top of that, so if, if let's just say 15%, can go back to the insurance company. Does that include their cost of business too? Like to pay the employees, to pay the, to turn the lights on and all that. I mean, so that's where. It is correct. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, correct. okay. Again, not being a defender of insurance companies, but we're not talking huge profits, which means they are scraping by for every bit of, you know, they can do like a Medicare Advantage we talked about the, what do you say? Like a hundred different things that are in there and each has its own, profit center and that's why it changes so much it's just it's interesting to me how that how that actually works when you think about it i've actually talked with insurance um medicare advantage plan carriers where they kind of quietly say what their profit margins are and what i am free to say is that that is running in the low single digits yeah as far as, as once all of their own internal costs, cost of marketing, sending out the mail, creating these commercials, once all of those bills are paid, we're talking about low single digits. So and very, yeah, very competitive. There they are still competing. It's kind of like the food business. I don't know if you know anything about uh, you know being a supermarket, but those profit margins like one to two percent. And you're thinking, why would anyone do that? Well, guess what? They're doing it. And there's a supermarket on every corner in the United States, for the most part, in the United States, even though their profit margins are so small. Um, so going back to Arkansas. So Arkansas is not as competitive as Arizona, but it does have Medicare Advantage competitors, unlike Alaska. And you know, we're just in the A's now, but there are competition there for obviously Medigap, you know, Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantages plans as well uh, in the state of Arkansas. That is correct. Now, uh, our, our last like to say is it is different under prescription plans, standalone prescription plans, okay. Part D. Yes. Very competitive. The largest 
plans all exist for the most part in Arkansas and premiums as low as $16 and change a month. So this is again, a very, very competitive market. And in this air arena, certainly Arkansas fits within you know, the national averages for sure. How about, I'm just curious too, we talked about last time, you know, moving from Michigan to Arizona for a snowbird. If you live in Arkansas, I don't know any counties there, but you know, what if you move from county to county? Same kind of thing, maybe not as much as Michigan to Arizona, but you know, each county has its own specific specificities, whatever it's called, um, about the cost and everything too. So again, it would make sense to, if you're considering moving, and Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, it might not be that big disparity, discrepant, not disparaging. I don't know. Not disparate. What's the word I'm looking for? Discrepancy? I don't know. Anyway, there might not be that much. Across the plan. Yes. (laughs) So the, the way that it works is under Part D and under Medicare Advantage, if you move, you need to make sure that your plan, you need to report this to the government and change your Part D or Medicare Advantage plan. This is a pretty important thing. And you'll want to, now the good thing is that you can do this at any time during the year when you move. So you don't have to move on January 1st. Okay. So let's say you moved in the middle of June and you arrive, well, for July, it does make sense for people to check to make sure that they they need to change their plans because certain Medicare Advantage plans, for example, exist in certain counties and do not in others. Okay. So, and that can even be within the same state. So it is a wrinkle, but that said, there are consumer rights that allow you to freely change among Medicare Advantage plans in that instance. All right. That's good. That's uh, that's a nice thing. You've, you've uh, said that on numerous occasions about the consumer rights that we have as customers of the system and taxpayers, frankly, that we have rights to coverage regardless of moving. Um, you know, obviously there are, you know, stuff that you got to be paying attention to folks uh, in particular, with the Medicare Advantage things that the changes every year and you got to keep on that. But you do have rights. And uh, and Jay always says, don't give away something that's free, i.e. a free option that you have that you might not be aware of. If you remain ignorant, you could uh, lose that right and lose that option, even though it costs you nothing. So you want to be very, very careful before you make any rash decisions, for sure. That's that's uh, that's what I've learned <laughs> more than once from old Jay, that's for sure. Anything, uh, final right. comments yeah, on, on Arkansas, Jay? Anything jump out at you that uh, someone sitting in Hot Springs, Arkansas, for instance, might be saying, hmm, um, it, you know, anything that jumps out at you? No, it is a little, it was a little surprising. It is, it is a little surprising. I remember at the le- end of last year that someone reached out uh, asking about the way that they were configured. And yes, the rights are well known as I mean, meaning the rights are in stone. 
the sellers will follow the rules. Right. That yeah, is exactly. undisputed. Yeah. Now, the, the question is, in Arkansas especially, because since the prices are higher, since the degree of competition is lower, that that ends up putting more responsibility on the consumer. Absolutely. And in the sense that the flipping over the stones on, on the stone beach needs to be, or it should be quite thorough because the financial differences, whether that be premium, whether that be deductible or out-of-pocket maximum, whether on all of these details, that can be a difference throughout the year. Yeah. And you better know what you're buying when you make that purchase so you know exactly what your cost could be so you can budget that. Um, all right. That's good stuff, Jay. Once again, uh, Jay can be found at MaximizeYourMedicare.com. I highly suggest you sign up for his free weekly newsletter. You will not get inundated with sales pitches. I know because I've been signed up for a couple of weeks now. Uh, yet to have a, a sales pitch from Jay, so don't sweat that. Uh, he did make notice that he was uh, going to be on the radio, and I thought that was pretty interesting. So, Jay, anytime you're you know getting ready to do a presentation on the radio or something like that, um, you know, please let, uh, you know, send that out to your subscriber. Well, I guess you already do. You don't need me to tell you that, but that's, uh, that was good to know for sure. That way some people can get online, even if they're not in your local uh, radio listening area for sure. So uh, again, folks, uh, maximize your, maximize your Medicare.com. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and any, you know, star rate. I, I usually don't ask for this. I probably ought to, but just, if you go on there and you hit the five-star thing, I'm from iTunes or Stitcher. I don't even know how it works on Stitcher. But if you go in there and hit the iTunes uh, five-star thing or the YouTube, if you're listening to this on YouTube, uh, please put comments in there, thumbs up. That gives the uh, our, uh, our artificial intelligence overlords that tells the uh, the uh, algorithms that you know people actually like are engaged in the content. And that means the, the overlords will send that to other people who might be interested in the content. So this has been helpful to you, folks. Please... Uh, you know, thumbs up, five-star rating. Comments are always welcome. Questions, heck, questions on the YouTube channel um, are always welcome as well. So, again, Jay, thanks for coming on board. And uh, we'll see you next time, folks, on the Josh Scanlon Podcast. Thanks now.